Welcome to Songs and Stories, the Not For Musicians Only music podcast. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. My name is Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 40 this time out. This is going to be another couple of back-to-back episodes of Songs and Stories, this time featuring another local songwriter. We're going to be talking with Mary McCaslin in a little bit. She's doing a number of shows next month in September. But before we get to that, I wanted to talk quickly about the end of summer here in the Santa Cruz area. End of summer usually means we're inundated with a bunch of shows to see, and uh, I found a few that not completely uncoincidentally happened to feature people that I've interviewed in the last year or so, and I'm going to link those on my site at michaelgaither.com. On September 9th, Colin Gilmore, and yes, he's the son of Jimmy Dale Gilmore, will be at Don Quixote's Music Hall in Felton, California. Uh, Colin and I met about a year ago at the Strawberry Festival in fall of 2007. He came to the area not too long after that, and I was doing a show and invited him up to play, and he did a little set, and we interviewed after the fact, and that's up on the site. Opening for Colin will be one of my favorite local singer-songwriters, Sharon Allen, who's finally working on her first CD. You'll be hearing more about her uh, when the CD's done and when we get an interview together, hopefully early next year. I haven't really talked to her about the dates yet. On September 18th, on Thursday, Gandalf Murphy and the Slambovian Circus of Dreams, a very cool, eclectic kind of rock Americana band out of Philadelphia is coming through the area. And they don't get out here very often. They'll be at Don Quixote's on the 18th. They'll also be at the American River Music Festival up in Coloma, California on that following Saturday, which I believe is the 20th. Um, the main songwriter for the band, Josiah Longo, and I talked about a year and a half ago, and um, we're trying to figure out a date where they can come by and do a follow-up interview for their new CD, which is called The Great Unravel. And then on the 21st of September, Sherry Austin, Jimmy Mitchell, and Sharon Allen will be doing a tribute to songwriter Kate Wolf, also at Don Quixote's. That's Sunday, September 21st. And speaking of Sherry Austin, she'll be the subject of my next Songs and Stories um, back-to-back shows uh, probably in a couple of weeks, so check the site out for that. We're going to be talking with Sherry and have her play a little bit as well. But for um, today's show, we're going to be talking with Mary McCaslin. She's been a big part of the Santa Cruz music scene for a long time, and she and I have never crossed paths. I knew who she was, and I've seen her play. I've also read her columns in the Santa Cruz Sentinel, and if, you're, if you've been following my site, I was also a columnist for the Sentinel for a long time, so there's some common ground there. We'll talk about that in the interview. And as far as Mary's upcoming shows, she'll be the September featured performer at the Canyon Acoustic Society House Concert Series on Saturday, September 13th in Royal Oaks, California. And if you've been listening to this this these Songs and Stories podcast or you've been following my site for any length of time, you'll know that that house concert series is very near and dear to me. My pal Marky Starks runs it, started up about a year and a half ago, and we've played there a couple of times. And it's just become the very cool local under-the-radar place for people to play in the area. That's on the 13th of September. Also, two very special concerts. Uh, Mary will be part of uh, a couple of benefits for local singer-songwriter and DJ from KKUP, Lisa Atkinson. She'll be joined by Chuck McCabe, Steve Kritzer, Bev Barnett, and Greg Newland, and a lot of other people that have also been interviewed on this show. On Friday, September 5th at Mission City Coffee Roasting Company in Santa Clara, California. And on Wednesday, September 10th. 
the 10th? The 10th. At Don Quixote's Music Hall in, in Felton, California. So there are links to Mary's site and to those shows on my site. So have a look there and make it out to a couple of these shows if you can. It's a good, it's a good cause. So before we listen to and talk to Mary, I wanted to mention one more thing quickly. Uh, the Songs and Stories Prize Vault is now open again. Besides this being on my website and up in iTunes, this show is also broadcast over Grateful Dread Radio out of Baltimore every Friday evening at 7.30. And uh, I have some new prizes, and if you'd like to win a Grateful Dread Radio cloth shopping bag, very, eco- very eco-friendly, uh, listen to this interview and send me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com, or sign up on my mailing list, and I'll enter you in the drawing for the shopping bag, and at the end of the month, I'll randomly pull a name and send this out to you wherever you might be. So let's have a listen to Mary. Uh, this is a, a track off her latest CD. This is called Better Late Than Never, and this I liked, especially because if you listen closely, the still guitar in this song is being played by my buddy Bruce Wanmeyer, who played on my CD. So if you're listening, hi, Bruce. So here's uh, Mary McCaslin with Oildale, and then we'll talk to Mary McCaslin out on my patio. At the edge of the California cotton fields, at the bottom of the grapevine hill, there's a town where country music played. There's a few who remember still where the California Okie landed in this dust bowl fight. He labored in the fields by day and he honky-tonk night. And there ain't no yuppies in Oildale, it's damn near yuppie-free. And you won't find no soccer moms riding round in SUVs. They tore down the blackboard and there ain't much left to see. But there ain't no yuppies in Oildale, it's them near yuppie free. And she still sits at the bar stool. She's still carrying the flame. She loved all the great ones and some who never made a name. In her eyes, you see, she's dreaming back when she was quite a sight. Twirling round the dance floor at the high life every night. And there ain't no yuppies in Oildale, it's damn near yuppie free. And you won't find no soccer moms riding round in SUVs. They tore down the blackboard, and there ain't much left to see. But there ain't no yuppies in Oildale, it's damn near yuppie free. reading that the, the hardest thing about songwriting is patience. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, when, I, when I first started writing, I was doing, I was cranking out like one a month. And then well, that's great. That was a few years ago, and yeah. now it's, they don't come as often, but it's like when they come, you work on them, and it's like, okay, every, the, the joke at the house here is that whenever I finally write something, I always say, look at my wife, like, I can still write songs. She's like, yeah, whatever. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Because you always do that. Yeah. So, so is this on? It's on now. Okay. We can start anytime. Okay. Actually, what I, what I wanted to talk about was, um, and I, I've seen you play a number of times and always liked your music. I just never had a chance to cross paths with uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Um, let me see. Your website talks about you being 
there's this quote, an unbroken link between traditional folk singers and today's singer-songwriters. What is... Well, a friend of mine named Jeff Emery, who does a show, uh, a folk music show on KZSC, mm-hmm. the UC Santa Cruz station, mm-hmm. on Sundays. It's called the Folk Backroads. He was the one who came up with that line, and I called him, and I said, can I use that? It's a great... Uh, mainly because I um, like traditional music as well as yeah. contemporary music. And a lot of my songs, my Western-type songs, have an old feel to them. They do. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, I, I'm as happy to go and hear somebody play claw hammer banjo, do a whole set of, of mm-hmm. old time string band music or old time music as I am to go and hear uh, someone completely contemporary. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think it comes out in my music. And he just came up with this. He used to do this little calendar and I said, gee, I'd love to you send it. Can I have that? <laughs> and he said, oh, sure. <laughs> well, a lot of your tunes, too, I like when you hear a song that it sounds like it's been around for a long, long time. Yeah. It's written in that style. And, yeah. You know, yeah. I, and uh, I don't play a lot of... Uh, I don't play a lot of seventh chords. I don't, I don't play... I play in the different tunings. Right. But I try to keep it pretty and melodic and full-sounding without sounding too... Jazzy or anything like mm-hmm. that, because that to me is not. Old you can sound. hear too much with open tuning sometimes. Yeah, I like on your site too. You actually have a list of open tunings for oh, people. Oh sure, that's I'm really happy helpful. to do that. Yeah, it's nice. You know, uh, I, I used to I put them on my uh, recordings too, just mm-hmm. the tunings I used. Yeah. And I wouldn't put the capo position because it never occurred to me that somebody wouldn't understand that. Well, perhaps you have to use a capo. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I would have people come up to me and say, "You must have." A wonderful left hand. I couldn't make that stretch. I said, I have a terrible left hand. What are you talking about? And they'd say, uh, let it be me. Most, mostly it was let it be me. And I mm-hmm. said, did it occur to you to use a capo? Oh, <laughs> light bulb. You know, so, so on, the, yeah. on the last CD I did, the Better Late Than Never, yeah. which I should have brought you. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get to it. yeah. Oh, anyway, um, um, I... I didn't put it on the on. We did it ourselves, and you know how expensive it is mm-hmm. to do the, all the 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 graphics and everything. Yeah. And and well, to have the extra book pages in the booklet. Right. And so I just put to go to the website and look. And there's That's a. Good. I think it's and it's people to go to your website too, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I I probably would say, well, you know, if they can't give it to me, I'm not going to go. But that's mm-hmm. just me. My husband would go to the website and find it for me. <laughs> I'm finding it's a mix of people. Some people like having everything in their hand, and some people oh, are yeah. comfortable just going to the web and finding stuff. Right. I, I think it's nice to have both. Yeah. But anyway, that's the first one that I didn't actually put it right on the the graphics of the of the mm-hmm. recording. And, and even the reissue CDs mm-hmm. that were originally LPs have the tunings that I used. Good. I've gotten a good response for it. I just did it to do it on the first one, and people said, oh, that's such a nice thing. I, well, said, I think oh. for, not, not just for guitar players, but people who appreciate this kind of music know there's different tunings involved, and it's kind of mm-hmm. just nice to know. Sure. Yeah. Well, it also is, I think I did it just because I thought, well, you know, I, I've wondered over the years how somebody's playing something, but mm-hmm. I, like I said, I didn't think about putting the capo positions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, because I can tell if something's open, and, and yeah. you know, so I never thought about that. Yep, it's working. working. I'm just checking. I don't trust machines. I don't either. And my husband has this one. I, I did an interview with um, Frank at K-Pig. Uh-huh. Uh, I wrote a piece about it's been a year since Laura yeah. Ellen died. Right. And it seemed to me nobody was writing anything about it. I thought, well, my goodness, this is, this is a you know a monumental it's thing that happened. Yeah. yeah. And I took my husband's little recorder down and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept moving it, and it makes this god-awful noise when you move it, you yeah. know. Yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, God. But I couldn't tell if it was working. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> this thing actually, I rate, if you remember the band The Crooked Jades, the old yeah. yeah. So Jeff Kayser was in, they did a show in Santa Cruz back in December, and so... They're coming again, I think. I just saw a poster for them at Sylvan Music. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, good. I don't know where they're playing, but I saw the poster for them. Probably Don Quixote. I'll, yeah. I'll find out. I'll put it on the website. Yeah. Um, but I, we ended up meeting at, at Pete's Coffee in Capitola, and I thought, well, because oh. it was good. It was, he, was, he was down here visiting his parents who live in Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. and, and we ended up meeting, I thought, let's, let's sit outside like it is now, but I didn't realize that we were sitting right next to an intersection. Oh, my God. <laughs> we probably got more car noise than... Yeah, so on the on the on the podcast, I said, um, you know, just pretend I was being, I was trying to contrast the old time traditional music with the sound of modern technology. Not that I was just stupid and sat in a bad place. Well, you know what? One, <laughs> <laughs> one time, uh, I can't think who it is. There's, I've got a CD or maybe even a couple CDs where they're they're field recordings. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And you can hear cars drive by. I mean, this is in the mountains. This is in Appalachia, but yeah. I mean, you can hear cars go by out on the road. You know, they're obviously in somebody's living room right. in their cabin or something but you can hear a car go by you know it's kind of kind of lends something to it this little interview series I'm doing kind of does that where you find I actually I've done a few these up at Strawberry at the music festival oh and you'll hear you'll hear eagles you'll hear blue oh, that's bands great. playing that's kind of fun the saw I'm not crazy about today but I didn't plan for the saw no I can hear a saw well you know we'll we'll make do we'll make do yeah so your last release was Better Late Than Never, and I, yes. saw, I saw Bruce was on there, Bruce Wanmeyer. He was on oh, he, yes, he's a wonderful pedal steel good, player. He's a fun guy to hang out with. He is nice. He's yeah. very nice. And uh, he played, I had, I did this song called Oildale. It's written by a guy named Mike Beck, mm-hmm. who I don't know if you know Mike Beck at all. I'm familiar with his music. Yeah. Well, he's he's really really good. He's he's a he's a cowboy singer, mm-hmm. but he's written a lot of his own stuff. He's not just doing the traditional stuff that everybody's already heard right. a thousand times. And he um, um, wrote this song, Oildale, that's about um, the town that's next to Bakersfield, which is where Buck Owens started. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I really wanted uh, a pedal steel sound because yeah. I had Patty Maxine play, uh, she plays steel, but she plays like lap steel. It doesn't have pedals. And she played on a couple of the other songs on it. Mm-hmm. But for that song, we wanted pedal steel. And it was real nice to have Bruce play. He was wonderful. Yeah. He's a good guy. Everybody that played on the CD, I was very happy with mm-hmm. the way they played and what they what they contributed. You know. <laughs> So we'll hear, we'll hear a lot of that at Marquis, I'm sure. So what does what is Mary McCaslin's show consist of these days? What do you? Well, usually I do two sets, uh, uh-huh. if it's just me on, on the bill. Yeah. Um, you know, old and new. Yeah. You know, I can't just do songs that I recorded 30-some-odd years ago. I mean, why? You know? And I don't want to do all new, because when I go to see somebody, I want to hear some of the old, but it's I want to hear... hearing a mix. Yeah. I it's, think, it's, it's, I think it's, it's more fun to play a mix. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also do some unusual songs on the banjo. You know, I play claw I think the first banjo. time I saw you did Pinball Wizard. Yeah, I do yeah. that. That's a staple. Yeah. And uh, I, on this album, on this uh, CD, Better Late Than Never, I did Buy Me a Mr. Shane on the banjo. Mm-hmm. It plays itself. It's a great banjo piece. Nice. And I did Blackbird years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's fun. There's a lot. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of amusing um, because people don't expect to hear Pinball Wizard. When yeah. I I don't say what the song is. I'll say it's from an opera. And that worked out. Yeah, that worked on us too. It was great. Yeah. All of a sudden, I went, it's Pinball Wizard. This is cool. <laughs> Plus, then you get people's attention that way too because you well, get you something do. unexpected. Yeah, 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 and it kind of breaks up because I like to do. My own songs, but I also like to do other people's songs. Uh-huh. It's very, very rare that I would do a set all of my own songs. Mm-hmm. It would have to be some singer-songwriter thing, right. you know. Mm-hmm. 
And because my songs tend to be quieter, or, or, or they, they tend to be more, not so much introspective, but uh, they don't all have happy subjects, mm-hmm. you know, shall we say. And so, you know, you know I don't want to have people in tears. Yeah. I mean, it's easy enough to do that anyway. You that was know. a great show. I was depressed afterwards. Yeah, kind of right, yeah. right. You know, and, and I don't want to do that. You know, not to the point that that they don't have some times to say, oh yeah, but she said did some funny things too, or some some things that weren't all serious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> so that's that's part of where the banjo comes from, and part of doing other people's songs too. Well, it's good for contrast. It is. You want to change the moods, change the tempos, change the keys, make right. it a little more interesting. Right. Right. So Marky's show's coming up. Yes, it is. I'm very much looking forward to it. I I met her finally. Well, I met her at. Um, um, the, at Don Quixote's, we were doing a benefit, and I think it was a benefit for Bill Lehman, okay. who is a bass player. Do you know Bill at all? Remember the show? No. Well, he was had some health problems, and a bunch of stuff happened at mm-hmm. once, and so we did this this uh, benefit concert for her. And I think that's where she, I met her because we did one more recently for Bruce Phillips, Utah Phillips, mm-hmm. but I I don't think. That was the one, I think, okay. um, you know. Anyway, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to playing. It's a good scene. Yeah. And she makes dinner, too. Oh. So it's very fun. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. It's a great house. Concert. Yeah. Sounds good to me, too. Dinner and a house concert. Again, that'll be Mary McCaslin at the Kenyon Acoustic Society House Concert Series on Saturday, September 13th. And there's links to her site as well as the house concert series on my site, michaelgather.com. Look for the show notes for Songs and Stories, episode number 40. And also the benefits for Lisa Atkinson are on September 5th and 10th. And there's links to those on my site and Mary's site as well. But we're not done yet, if you know how this goes. That was part one. That was the the talk with Mary. Now we're going to hear her play a couple of things. So if you're... On my site, just click on the next link. If you're if you're up on iTunes, wait a couple of days and I'll get it up there. And if you're listening on Grateful Dread Radio, you'll probably hear part two next Friday evening at 7.30 p.m. Also, to remind you about the contest, if you want to win a Grateful Dread Radio cloth shopping bag, send me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com, or sign up on my mailing list, michaelgaither.com slash contact, and mention this interview in your email. Again, thanks for listening. I appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you next time on Songs and Stories.